Hey everyone, and welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. I'm Madison, and I am joined again by Jamie. We are going to be discussing the next three episodes of Grace and Frankie today, which are The Earthquake, The Spelling Bee, and The Sex. (laughs) (laughs) Right you are. I am right. So we'll begin our discussion with the first of the three episodes, which is The Earthquake. Yeah. And I I think I, I foreshadowed in our last podcast that this would be the episode where we learn what Grace's, or what Frankie's painting ultimately turns yes. into. And I was right, it was this episode. And I think it's funny because in the episode when she's like starting the creation of the painting, Grace walks in and was like, oh, is that an otter? <laughs> and then yeah. like, that's what it turns out to be. Like, must be Grace was right. Like, yes, <laughs> that is an otter. <laughs> yes. I did, li- I did appreciate that we had that little snippet of a callback to the last episode. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And Saul all like, oh, your style is so different than it used to be. It's <laughs> like, well, yes, you left her when she was 70 years old. That changed her a little bit. Right. Things are a bit different than they used to. Which, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like what she says after the earthquake happens. And she's like finally coaxed out of hiding. She, mm-hmm. he, you know, yeah. he's like, everything's the same as it was. It's just like, not everything. Not everything. Ah, uh, Saul, huh, Saul, oh wait, you know what? Saul doesn't annoy me that much in this episode. Saul annoys me a lot in the next episode, yeah. but we can talk about him there once we get to that point. That's but, fair. Um, yeah. In, in this episode, he's, I, I don't uh, know. How do you feel about him going over there? Like, I, I have so many mixed feelings about it. See, I think it seems like the right call in the moment because it's true that he knows that Frankie has this really strong fear of anything. Yeah, seismophobia is what they call it. And I think it's sweet that he does think of that and he rushes over to sort of help her through her first uh, bout of it post-breakup. But it's tough because... It, she's, it clearly upsets Robert, you know. Oh, for sure. Right from the beginning, you can tell he's not pleased that Saul is rushing off after a little earthquake to check on Frankie. Right. Which, if a little earthquake had happened to me, I'd be freaking out too, but I don't live in California <laughs> where that happens like every week. So Right. Right. But, yeah. Um, if it's something I that's like, really common, then it should be too scary. But. But I feel like a better course of action would have been for Saul to have called Bud or Coyote and asked yeah. them to go over, to not just to call Frankie, but to like go to Frankie's house and check on her kind of thing instead of doing it himself. Right, because we knew that she was immediately averse to them coming if she knew ahead of time. Because right, <laughs> she didn't even want to answer the phones. The, you know, <laughs> leave the phone lines open in case of emergencies. <laughs> right, and the infrastructure could be crumbling, so you never know. <laughs> yeah, don't don't go on the roads. Don't go near the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did enjoy Grace attempting to deal with Frankie. Oh my god. And <laughs> and that she couldn't whatsoever. Right, yeah. yes. It just really showed the the contrast in their personalities. She's just all like still getting ready for her first date and Frankie's cowering under the table. <laughs> I did. I you know. I liked when she was like wearing the ascot or the scarf. She's like, "What do you think of the scarf?" And she's like, "No, don't go out. You'll die." <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, maybe it is a bit much." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, that does open the fact that um, 
Grace is finally dating somebody that yes, she's she met online. As as Frankie said, you've been on that thing for a month now, <laughs> punching and fingering people. <laughs> and you always find a reason not to go. <laughs> I know. I love it. Which is, I mean, what kind of app is this? It seems like there are so many things. Like, cause there was a mention of, like, butterfly kisses. I know. I feel like it's not a real app. It's probably just, like kind of mocking the whole idea oh, of online dating. Oh, it must dating. be. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I like that she's just kind of like, what did she say? Oh, I tickled him last night and he squeezed me back. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like what are all of these things? I don't know. Um, the dating site that I met, Subion, mm -hmm. there was not any of those options at all. No, no fingering <laughs> like no, no fingering or punching that you could do um, in, in, online anyways. You had to wait until you met the person in person. But punching? God. I mean, if you want to, that's what you I suppose, do. I suppose. But um, not encouraged, especially so not funny. on a first date. Yeah. But um, no, and all you could do with that was just like, as as the the user, you could like create your own profile and like write up shit about yourself. And right. then you could like answer these questions and I don't know, there was probably about 8 billion different questions about mm -hmm. all aspects of life. And then any questions that you and somebody else both answered, you could like see what their answer was kind okay. of thing. And it like matched you up using that for like a compatibility percentage of like interesting how you answered the questions, you know, and you could like after you answer it, you would say like, this is my answer but I would also accept these other answers from people. And then you could like rank how important that question was to you. God, that seems very <laughs> <And> involved. <laughs> it kind of was actually. But, um, but then you could, you could see like questions like, oh, he answered this question, but if you hadn't answered it as well, you couldn't see what his answer was kind of thing. So. Gotcha. Interesting. But, um, okay. Yeah. So, and, but there was no, but then, and then you could mes message the person. That was like the only way you could communicate with them was to just send them a message. There was okay. no twerking or jumping <laughs> or anything else. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I do appreciate though that this, you know, gives us a very interesting moment where Grace, you know, at uh, Frankie's behest, does go and go meet up with Loves to Laugh. Which I mean, automatically, you know, it's a creep. And <laughs> I just love seeing the interaction between them because like, of course, you know, if you meet someone and automatically they're like, oh, you need to be careful. Watch out for creeps on this site. It's like, right. mm, I think maybe you're the creep. Maybe you're the creep you I know. should be watching out. <laughs> and then not only does he order everything that she orders. Oh, just the way he orders everything that oh she orders. Oh my god, is I know. And then like one just to said, be... "Oh yeah, I'll have the same thing," you know, like right. that's fine. And then he you know, it goes from that to him wanting to be her steak. <laughs> you uh, got a great mouth, kid. <laughs> gross. I know. I can't. He is such a creep. But I love that she's just like, "Yeah, throw this out and get me the check." <laughs> not even take this away like Throw this away. <laughs> Throw it out. Destroy it. Yeah. Burn it with gasoline. And then she ends up back at home with the convict. Ah, yeah, Byron. Byron. Byron, who, by the way, had the creepiest of paintings. Uh, was that Byron's painting? I think it was. I, if I remember the other episode when they were all in the studio, I think that's the one he was working on, like the clown murderer holding or choking, choking the chicken. That chicken. <laughs> Isn't like choking the chicken a euphemism for jerking off? It is, yeah. Okay. Which maybe that's what he was thinking of. But why is it a like creepy clown child <laughs> holding a chicken? I don't know. It was a very weird painting. It, it was a very, and it wasn't very well done either. No. 
<laughs> that's why he's in classes, I guess. Yes, he's learning. <laughs> Not paint creepy clown paintings. <laughs> but uh, the whole, you know, since Saul did rush over and they end up having um, dinner together, which or lunch together, which Saul then sort of lies about to Robert. Yeah. When he's like, are you hungry? I could eat. <laughs> um, it, it does open up, you know, sort of like Frankie trying to understand the situation a little better and and sort of, in, a, in her way, I think, move forward with it to know, yeah. you know. I feel like understanding yeah. how the relationship between Saul and Robert started, mm-hmm. like, kind of helps her accept it a little bit more yeah. maybe than she had you know and, yeah putting, and, seeing a history to it you know right. like that and that's what you see yeah you see her sort of like feeling a little better about it because at first she's like really not sure if she wants to hear it and then right she does feel a little bit better and, and it's you know as we were saying last time it's tough because in many ways they are still soulmates which is kind of like shown in the next episode as well but right so it's hard. It must be hard for them in multiple ways to be trying to. Ugh, I just you. I hate the way that Saul handles it. Like oh, I completely yeah. understand the way Grace is or the way Frankie is handling it because she's kind of the victim in this you know scenario. But like, oh, absolutely. Ugh, everything Saul does, like he should just not be encouraging like a relationship between them still because it just gives her hope. That, oh, exactly. You know, that it's the same. That things are the same as they were. Right, or that they could be somehow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then she's Ugh. kind of stuck on that idea for a long while. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> but. But that that is for a different episode. That is for a different episode. <laughs> but that's pretty much like uh, we have when Saul goes back afterwards. We see that he's you know starting this sort of like constant text stream with Frankie. Right. And um, Robert's really upset, which totally makes sense. And mm-hmm. had Saul just been sort of honest about everything, again, like honesty got oh. them in trouble. So it's kind of like, I think Robert would have been angry, but like to to, to take the extra step to, to be like, oh, I was just trying to like coax her out of her fear for the whole day, which is what I assume was said because he wouldn't have offered him food if he knew he was at the restaurant. Right. So I don't know. I just, I feel like... It's not really so much an issue of Saul lying to Robert. I don't Mm -hmm. don't know. Do you feel like he was lying to him in that scene? I guess I didn't get that. I thought that he was not being completely entirely honest about it. I feel like he wasn't completely forthcoming with like what events of the day were, but he just didn't. He I don't think he lied to Robert. He just didn't say, "Oh, and we went out to lunch." Right. And I don't even think it's an issue for Robert so much what like what Saul yeah. and Frankie were doing. It was just the fact that Saul spent the whole day with Frankie when they had been planning on yeah. spending you know the day together themselves. Um, right. Well, another option the most- could have been like why would why was it not possible for Robert to go over as well? Like, sure, that would have been awkward, but like that right. way they could have spent the day at least together, the three of them, and show support that like. As a couple, they still support Frankie and Grace yeah. independently. And I guess, like, um, it wouldn't have been... They probably wouldn't have ended up spending the day together then if um, right. Robert had went. He would have just went over, calmed Frankie down, got her out from under the table, and, <laughs> and you know, went on their way. And it probably would have been better for for um, Robert and Saul anyways if Robert yeah. had went. 
but Robert or Saul didn't even like offer that as an option. He just is like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm leaving by. Yeah, <laughs> I guess the only other thing that happens briefly in this is uh, we see Coyote trying to to <laughs> make a break with Mallory again, and and we see Mitch being a complete asshole. Yep, which, which a little bit. Yeah. I feel like every scene Mitch is in in the entire series, like he's an asshole in it. Like oh, there's not ever like, a good portrayal of Mitch at all. Oh no, he's like portrayed as sort of like a crappy father and like a, and less a crappy than, husband. Yeah, less. And... Than that. <laughs> and I think that's intentional because we yeah yeah we is. want him out of the picture as soon as he can, you know. But um, but yeah, no, he's like a complete asshole to Coyote. Um, yeah, and Melanie, Coyote gets his bike seat. So. He, yes, he does. And he, I like that Mitch is like, I'm not getting that back, am I? <laughs> no, nope. probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it was sweet, though, that Coyote got like a little book. I mean, I, that is probably meant to be for like immediate parents, but it works for grandparents as well. That, right. he, you know, the two, were they penguins? Yes. Yeah. Gay penguin, penguin book. Yeah, that's <laughs> cute. But, it is, yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It kind of touches also on the fact, which I didn't enjoy. Like, I don't. I don't think it's that hard to explain to your kids like what being gay means. So, yeah. well, especially like, if they're young, like they should. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends on how what they were raised thinking. That's like, true, and they were yeah. raised having like, you know, the sets of grandparents. Yeah, I guess maybe that would be more difficult to understand. Like. Why, why that's up. <laughs> yeah, why like your grandparents have reconfigured to be like both right. grandmothers in a house and both grandfathers in a house. Right. That might be a bit strange. That that would probably be a more difficult to to relate, I suppose. But Yeah. Yeah. It's not that difficult of a concept. No, it's really not. <laughs> it's really not. Um, there was um oh go ahead. No, go ahead. There's there's one other thing that was pretty funny. The condoms. This- yeah, when Grace, when Frankie puts the condoms inside of Grace's purse. I know, she's like, I should probably check to make sure they haven't turned to dust. <laughs> With all the new penis drugs out there, old people are doing it like rabbits. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. I did, like, also, uh, I forgot to mention when Grace was at the restaurant with with Charles, or whatever mm-hmm. he was calling himself. Um, Charlie. Charlie. He was like, you know, if it's too much, I say, Charlie, it's you're too much. And she's like, Charles, it's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> I just like yeah. that she ref- refuses to call him Charlie too. Yeah, it's so fun. But I mean, that's uh, that is pretty much like all that happens in the earthquake that that I can remember. Yeah, yeah, that's that pretty much sums it up. Yep. I'm not entirely thrilled with the way online dating is portrayed. But <laughs> see, if they fine. weren't just you know punching and fingering people online. <laughs> If they were actually having like a conversation in a mm-hmm. chat, they would have gotten to know each other, and Grace probably would have been like, hmm, "This guy's a huge creep." Right. I'm Absolutely. Not going out with him. Absolutely. But um, that's just my opinion. But yeah. Yes. So, so then, that kind of ties up the earthquake yep. and moves us into spelling one of bee. My even less liked episodes. <laughs> Except that I don't like the episode. I just don't like Solon. Solon, it. Yeah. The spelling bee. Another example of Saul trying to make things like they were. Which, yes. I mean, I, I do appreciate that at first he, actually both he and Frankie try to, you know, get the other person in the house to be into <laughs> the spelling bee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so they, you know, you know, they try at first and Saul and- immediately, I like that he's he does suggest to Robert, he's like, oh, well, you know, if you... 
you don't have to be here if you don't want to be, which is clearly an invitation to be like, please stay. I want someone to be here with me. And right. Robert's like, oh, good. I have to finish <laughs> and tee them. Bye. <laughs> and like, well, I understand you don't need to do everything mm-hmm. together as a couple. The spelling bee is like, it's clearly like something that's important to Saul and to, to Frankie. You know, right. it's something they've watched every year together. Maybe Robert could have been a little bit more understanding about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I just, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How do you really feel about it? <laughs> Saul should not have gone over to Frankie's house and tried to persuade her to come and watch the spelling bee with him because he's just, he's con- confusing her like so much. Oh, she cannot absolutely. separate, you know, him from her, from her desire to have a romantic relationship with her if he continues to come around wanting to do all of the things they used to do as a couple you know the spelling bee the jicama harvest you know all the other things that he's naming off you know like she's like we can't do and she is she's kind of strong she's like we can't do these things anymore but then she kind of breaks down later in the episode and you know she caves and goes over but well right and i don't know i honestly don't know that she would have done that had he not suggested it to her exactly no she wouldn't have just gone over if there hadn't been like a standing invitation to do so yeah which is which is really frustrating i did i did like the part when saul came over though because you know it was after Frankie had got her computer and, oh my God, watching her struggle <laughs> to even turn on the thing, which is one button. I like I that. Know. She's like, can you do it step by step and slowly? And Grace is just not having it at all. Another example uh. of Grace not having any patience <laughs> with Frankie. I uh, had so many horror flashbacks from my brief stint in customer service at Author Solutions, <laughs> working with these old women authors who have never used a computer in their life you know are more familiar with a typewriter and like just trying to explain to them that they have to send me their manuscript (laughs) and they'll be like well why can't you just get it off my computer i'm not at your house (laughs) i can't just get it off of your computer you have to send it to me (laughs) and like trying to walk them through how to attach something (laughs) to an email see i love though that they clearly they have a customer service rep who's for like over 60s or something that person doesn't exist in the real world oh my god but i love it and i love that like (laughs) we switch scenes and like they're talking about like frankie's just telling him about her entire life yeah and that's when like you know she sends her first tweet and then that's when saul comes and she's like oh god my ex-husband's here and he's just like saul's there yeah (laughs) like clearly he knows they've been on the phone for a while at that point (laughs) i love it and then later on the episode when he calls her back to be like you know interactions online aren't real interactions you have to go yeah. out and, which i get i guess then so partly it's mike's fault for like throwing her into <laughs> well, the mean, arms of saul but mike's kind of right like mm-hmm. tweeting and hashtagging yeah, she was <laughs> are saying, not yeah. the same thing as a real person interaction human interaction um, right right but yeah yeah but um, we do have uh, two other kind of interesting yeah. storylines in this episode. We have Grace meeting Guy, yes. which Guy is a, he'll be in the next, you know, he's he's in the show for a while still. He, is. He's, he stays around and he's this old friend of hers. And I love the way they meet. <laughs> like, yes. that's such like a, like she's trying this online thing so, you know, s- strongly. And then he just like is an old friend who sits down while she's waiting for a date, and it's cute, yeah. then she sees her creepy date walk in the restaurant, and he like 
gets her out before the date can see her. Yeah, you have seven <laughs> have seconds. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I know. It was very cute. Yeah. And then she finds out that um, he ate a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's like this worldly man who's done everything, including dabbling in cannibalism. <laughs> Which I can't tell. I can't tell if like Grace is annoyed by all of his like travel stories. I don't think she's annoyed. I think she's a little bit intimidated. Like, Maybe, yeah, because he's done so much. Right, like, why is he really going to want to stay here with me, you know? Like, I'm not that entrusting of a person. Right. I mean, he does strike me as the type of person who's, like, done a bit of traveling, and then that's all they can ever talk about. Maybe. I feel like if he's done as much traveling as he's claimed to have done... He deserves to talk about it. (laughs) Well, that, but also, he should be able to dance. I know. I don't like that's in the next episode. I'll talk about that then. But yeah. like he should he should know how to dance if you've traveled around the world. Like you should be able to slow dance with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I do I do like the after Grace finds out that he ate his friend, she's just like talking about how unlike the other relationships, something's happening here. And she's like, This this feels different. And and Frank is just like, that's probably what he said to Harris while he ate his foot. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yep. true. All, yep. But uh, being with Guy does allow Grace to have uh, a taste of ice cream, as you were saying, which is yes, apparently something she hasn't done in years. In like nine years at least. <laughs> yeah. Which reminds me of the last episode when uh, Frankie tricks her into eating whipped cream. And she's like, there, now you can't eat until Monday or whatever. <laughs> oh, that giant bowl of fruit at the beginning of the last episode mm. looks so amazing. It did. Even with all the cream piled on top. I mean, especially with all of the (laughs) cream piled on top. Why doesn't, why don't berries stay good? Like, why do you have to eat them like the day you buy them or before that point? Yeah. the time they're run in the store. I know. It's very frustrating. It is. Or like, it annoys me too with fruit mixtures that like a lot of times they have pineapple in in them and then all you taste in all of the fruit is pineapple. (laughs) Like, I like pineapple, but... Yeah, I'd like I a division like in my fruit. I feel like if you mix the fruit yourself, like yeah. have the pineapple separately and you just mix it together, like, oh, yeah. then it's, then it's not overpowering. Different. But if it's been like marinating in pineapple right. juice like, for a week <laughs> in the supermarket before you purchase it. See, I'm much too lazy to compile my fruits. I just have to like, get the tub together. I'm not too lazy to do it. I just can't find any that looks decent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All just so shitty looking. That's I should fair. go to Wegmans. <laughs> anyway go ahead the, uh, the other storyline yes that we have going on here is a little bit of more of an insight into brianna's uh-huh. character up until now she's kind of just been a very abrasive <laughs> kind of bitchy character but you kind not of not that that really changes ever no but, but... <laughs> you kind of get more of an insight into into her and into yeah. like maybe like sadness in her life kind of thing yeah um, she uh preparing you know for for a date who cancels on her she makes a very quick decision to adopt a dog (laughs) and then sleeps with the dog handler (laughs) yeah whose name is dutch by the way i know that's random that's not a name that's a ethnicity or race (laughs) i did like though that i mean it's funny that she got a dog but you know that was introduced while she was really high with Frankie. It was, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of a nice little callback to that. You are describing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. 
<laughs> yeah. And I like how she's like, I get, I'm going to get a dog. And Bud's just like, um, <laughs> no, not what that's I meant. great. But yeah, it's so sad yeah. that like she, you know, was attracted to this, to Dutch and, <laughs> and they sleep together. And he's just immediately kind of like, it's weird because like they're having a little sweet moment. And then he gets up and he's like, I got to go by. I mean, I've never had like, casual sex well no neither but i feel I. like that's kind of how it, what it's like like okay maybe I there's just, just like a unspoken yeah. understanding that you're well, going yeah. to have sex and then one of the two is going to leave you know like which you like surely that's pretty much what all that brianna has ever had so yeah. i'm surprised that she's like surprised by it almost yeah i feel like she kind of knew that was where that was going it shouldn't yeah. have been a shot yeah but it does it does somehow make Leo or Spit, as she's called, <laughs> end up liking Brianna. So she's really happy at the yeah. end holding holding Spit. You do have a little bit before like before all that happens, like she's trying to coax the dog <laughs> to come out and like love yeah. her, basically, and she just is like, Why won't you love me? That's oh, so sad. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I like, like how she, she describes him the dog too as aloof. Like he's aloof. <laughs> and seems a little aloof. <laughs> and I like too that like her solution to that is to like pull up a chair really close to him and like tell her or tell him apparently her entire life story I with know, a glass of wine. Funny. Like <laughs> that was funny. That's, so that's, funny. that's how you introduce yourself to a dog. Yep. Oh, uh, I cannot wait to live somewhere where I can have mm. all of the dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we were we didn't really like finish this whole thing with Saul and the spelling bee, but. You know, she does end up coming over, and then as soon as Robert gets home, she leaves. Awkwardly. Awkwardly. And ends up going to going back home to watch a spelling bee and drink margar- margaritas alone, which is kind of sad. Well, she doesn't even, like, finish watching the spelling bee. No. But, like, she just is kind of sitting facing away from it with it playing in the background, and then when she sees Guy and Grace come home and they kiss. Yep. And then- I think she was kind of hoping, like... Grace's date with um, Guy wouldn't go well, so like yeah. Grace would come in and drink margaritas with her. Like she had a whole like a second glass sitting out and everything, like yeah. prepared for that possibility. And then when she sees that it went well, she just picks up the pitcher of margaritas and <laughs> leaves the room with it. <laughs> yeah, I do like that at uh, at that part too when uh, Guy's leaving. Not only does Grace kiss him, which surprises him, but she also slaps his ass on the way out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I wasn't expecting that either. <laughs> that was cute, though. Yeah. But that does, the passionate kiss does open us up to the events of the next episode. The next episode. The, the sex. sex. <laughs> there just no, no hiding what happens in this episode. Nope. There's definitely the some sex. Sex has <laughs> happened. Sex happens at least once. Um yep. Yeah. Okay. So this um they don't even like they kind of jump right into it. It kind of opens with like Yeah. Well, I mean, Bud's there attempting to torture Grace or to- torture Frankie by um, <laughs> by, <laughs> by planting, planting a, a bunch of things in her yeah. backyard. Yeah. But then like the first scene with Grace and Frankie both in it. Frank Grace is like I need the house tonight, you know. Yep. And then Grace is like or Frankie's all like I can't get their names Right, I just keep messing it up. Um, <laughs> ooh, it's tonight the night. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like asking her the important questions like, what about vaginal dryness? Are you worried about that? <laughs> well, I am now. <laughs> and I love that we find out that Grace has been eating the lube as like a <laughs> spread. <laughs> That's okay. My gynecologist says you should never put anything in your vagina that you wouldn't put in your mouth. 
which is probably a good i like that rule yeah good rule it's <laughs> 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 so funny anyways but um but yeah it does it, it it's interesting seeing this side of grace because you know typically aside from the the scene in the mirror from like the first episode um <clears throat> we see a side of grace where she's she's vulnerable because this has been right. a while since like she's had sex with a straight man or yeah and i feel like it's been like it. a while since she's had sex with any man oh, i don't surely. really feel like her and robert were super intimate especially towards the end you know definitely not but um <laughs> but yeah and it's I, go ahead i was gonna say it's funny how like concerned frankie is about grace having sex and having like good sex yes and then like but she's so insecure about her own love life you know later in the oh, episode absolutely. after like jacob is introduced um she's like so insecure about it and she can't take her own advice that she's like been dishing out to grace you know yeah and i think part of it too is that like frankie in a sense is oblivious to things like i <laughs> i really don't think that she realized that jake had been like flirting with her all this right. time until Jacob. it was pointed out and then she's like oh yeah jacobin and then she <laughs> and then she realizes and then she, yeah she gets oh my god all of the scenes where like she's trying to follow grace's oh. advice and like copy everything he says and flirt and then apparently laugh maniacally yeah. she, <laughs> they're the best and i love when she's just eventually like what the fuck am i doing i know and Jacob's just like, I thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> oh, her her attempting to flirt is like one of the funniest things in it's this so whole show. funny. Oh, and I love too that she's like, I haven't flirted since ni- since nineteen sixty eight, and Grace is just like, oh, what is she, what is her exact flirting line? outside of a hippie <laughs> sex circle is a little more nuanced. Yes, <laughs> it's so funny. But then, like, um. Like, Grace says, you know, oh, well, flirting outside of a hippie sex girl is a little more nuanced. But then <laughs> when Grace is with Guy, she's just like, do you want to have sex? And he's like, oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty much the way Grace or Frankie had described her flirting experience. I she know. Was just like, it was pretty much, do you want to do it? Sure. Yeah. I know. It's so <laughs> exactly funny. Exactly what Grace does. <laughs> yep. And then, I, oh, my God. I, the whole scene of like Grace, who looks stunning when she comes out in her like silk yeah. slip or whatever that thing is, yeah, and she's like t- doing all of these poses on the bed, <laughs> and, then, and she pulls her neck. I'm like, oh my yeah, God, this she is holds the best. up her arm and like flaps the the skin hanging underneath it. Yeah, which oh my God, Jane Fonda. She has no reason to be self-conscious. I know. She's gorgeous. She looks just like she did like back in the day on What's My Line. Yeah. But um <laughs> But yeah, then Guy I look she just ends up turning out all the lights. And I love that like when Guy's like, um, I have some night blindness. She gives him like she's like, Okay, I'm gonna turn on real quick and you make a path. <laughs> For literally one second. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. And then of course like the B minus sex is, oh, is the culmination. The, the when when Grace is like describing the sexual encounter yeah. to Frankie and like she's like, Oh, I'll say guy is no slouch into boudoir and it like cuts <laughs> to what it was actually happening. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, she's like, Wait, is <laughs> is something happening? <laughs> Does this feel good? Are you doing anything? <laughs> <laughs> Not a good sign. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> no, I would think not. <clears throat> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> and okay, so that's the other thing. Like, guys travel all over the world. He should be better in bed too. <laughs> you would think so. Like, he clearly wasn't he just, having sex. Yeah. Apparently, he's just been traveling. He's not been trying to romance any of the women from around the world. Yep. I just, <laughs> and, I just, or or dance with them at all. <laughs> clearly not. I did like that. The <laughs> when uh, Frankie sees her, she's like must hair, fancy robe, vague aura of shame. <laughs> and Grace is eating bacon, which she doesn't ever do. <laughs> It's so good. I love that immediately Frankie is down to business and she wants to know if, if Grace had an orgasm. Oh, yes. And, and she I, starts like talking about her clitoris. Yes. I love that she's just kind of like, did, did you have an orgasm? You are such a child. That's a no. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, yeah, that she threatens to show her her clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> and we, it's like the second time in one episode that... Frankie has threatened to show Grace her vagina because she I does know, at the right? beginning too when they're talking about vaginal dryness. <laughs> <laughs> I know that she just turns like, oh god, no. <laughs> I do I like the way like the episode closes though with Grace convincing Guy to like dance with her yes. and like in a way like kind of subtly tells him what she wants him to do in bed as well. <laughs> and how it like the only comment I wrote about that is ingenious. Like that is <laughs> such a good way to be like I'm going to take the instructor role by doing mm-hmm. something like dancing and then make it sensual yep. so that yeah, you can easily was... transfer that into the bedroom. That was a good, yep. solid idea. I feel like it worked well, too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like she won't have to be crabby the next time Frankie asks her if she had an orgasm. Right. Well, that's, <laughs> you know, she was doing the things that like people always canonically say you should be doing. Like you should have an open line of communication. If you need to be like a little to the left, you say, you know, right. you kind of like talk about those things and communicate. And I think that that was really, yeah, that was a very smart way of doing it. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Plus, dancing in the moonlight is very romantic. So that was also very. It was a cute. <laughs> it was a cute scene all around. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, so, um, s- speaking of cute scenes, though, we also have uh, this whole thing going on with with uh, Saul and Robert and Brianna, and the other yes. story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where Saul apparently needs an office, and they're trying to make space in Robert's old house. But we find out that he, as with most people, I imagine, who meet her, are (laughs) terrified of Brianna. And the last thing he wants to do is take over her bedroom for an office. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny when Brianna comes over and they're like cleaning out a room and Saul keeps like picking up things and like, like determined she's going to keep things for memories. And she's just throwing them away. Nope. Don't want them. Yeah. And Robert's like what does he say like no keep pile is on our family crest or something yeah something like that <laughs> there is no keep pile yeah the, the whole thing with um what is it zephyr mental lullabus zephyr and mental yeah <laughs> <laughs> the little stuffed elephant that must have been like like something that i feel like was very it was in between brianna and robert and her dad you know like yeah i don't feel like mallory or her mother were really in on that stuffed animal at all. That was like a her and her dad thing. Yeah. And that's very cute to be. It was, yeah. To see, you know, a little bit of emotion from, from both of them, really. But yeah, yeah. More so from Brianna. That's all ruins, of course, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, cute. Yep. And then we have also um, the storyline with Coyote and yeah. Bud. 
and that's it's very short um just kind of lets the audience know i guess that coyote is going to be looking for his birth mother yes he is and that uh upsets bud a little bit he's afraid it's going to like trigger coyote into relapsing right which i can understand like why you would be concerned about that yeah and i think that's actually kind of sweet that that's his first reaction is like you've been only like a year sober is this something you really should be doing because it's i imagine that's got to be that's got to be stressful like especially if it you know goes tits up and it's not a good situation (laughs) right (laughs) we do have the the kind of cute scene though with them like fighting with the football back and forth yes (laughs) that's just like oh come on man my balls (laughs) (laughs) and of course like part of this is is bud's also his insecurity of ever thinking of finding his own mother birth mother because like he kind of goes into like a little monologue about it like yeah like what if she's a a crack whore or something like that right and i do like that bud breaks or uh coyote breaks that tension by being like well if anyone's mother's a crack whore it's gonna be mine or something like that <laughs> I, I'm more likely to have a crack horror for a mother than you. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, but, and I mean, yeah. I imagine that's got to be tough to make to, that decision. Yeah, to be adopted and then be like, maybe I do want to find out more about my family. I don't think I would if I would, you know, have found out I was adopted. I don't think well, I not if like I guess I'm sure what probably prompted it was the sort of division because up to that point, I think for Bud and Coyote, their family life was like ideal. Because yeah. they had very loving and supportive parents. And, like, you know, I think their home life was perfect. So when it ruptured, I think that got him thinking, like, oh, I, you know, the world's not perfect. Maybe I should try to, like, find out more and stuff like that. Because I don't know if, like, yeah. if Saul and Frankie had stayed together, if he would have done that, you know? I don't I kind of feel like maybe he would have. Um, yeah. And that, that might have played a part in it. But he also says, like, you know, he's kind of waking up to his life, you know, yeah. from being, being sober. And I kind of get the feeling that, like... He's been doing drugs for years, probably a lot longer even than most people in his family realized, you know, like he's been into, you know, being a drug addict and doing different types of drugs for a very long time. And maybe partly it was because, you know, of of having found out he was adopted even, you know. Yeah. Um, So I feel like maybe like that has a lot to do with it. Him just like wanting to, he's waking up to his life and he wants to understand it better you know absolutely yeah and it's uh you know we'll get to later on see his his journey which is fun yes it's his journey but yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's pretty much everything that happens in the sex (laughs) i i do have one more good quote okay from the episode that i forgot to say earlier well, dang, the rototiller's in the shop. You'll have to use my plow. And don't you forget to put Buttercup back in the stable when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I, it's just funny that, like, yeah, because Bud really... That Bud thought she would have a rototiller. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so fun. I love that interaction, too, at the beginning, because she's just like, honey, why are you doing this to me? And he's like, for you? What did I say? <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, so that is pretty much season one, episodes six, seven, and eight. Yes, and so next week we will be discussing discussing season one, episodes nine, ten, and eleven, right? Yep. And those episodes are The Invitation, The Elevator, and The Secrets. 
But yeah, thanks for joining us, everyone who has listened to us. And we <laughs> will uh, continue next week. Don't forget to hit us up on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. We would love to hear your thoughts and questions yes, about the would. episodes. Cool. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.